Hello, I'm Joshua. And I'm Leah. And we would like to thank you for listening to the Reasonably Prepared Podcast. A preparedness resource for the complete beginner. We are here to help you on your preparedness journey without the paranoia, fear, and doomsday often associated with preparedness. If you find our podcast helpful, please subscribe and leave a comment letting us know. And now, on On to to the the show. show. Once again, good morning to you, beautiful wife. Good morning. Awesome. Welcome to the Ground Zero first ever. We're calling it Episode Zero as opposed to the first episode of Reasonably Prepared Podcast and Moving Forward YouTube channel. Sounds good. I'm awake. I'm here. (laughs) Awesome. So we've been talking about this. Oh, got this thing. We've been talking about this for quite some time. I think I instigated the conversation, which is typical. I'm the one mouthing off dreams all the time, but I'm grateful that this one is come to fruition. I did that on purpose. The slurp. So having the having the mic here does accentuate the slurp, and I will not do it anymore. But man, holy crap, it is much louder. I didn't realize it was that loud. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty annoying. <laughs> okay, so reasonably prepared podcast. We've been discussing for well, we've been working on preparedness. Can I say most of our marriage, or certainly for the last ten years? I think our preparedness journey started with our camping trip to Louisiana over Y2K. That's right. <laughs> now, to, go ahead. We got out of Houston because we were nervous about what might happen in the city. Right. And we went camping out in the woods with, a, you know, some other people. Well, Isaiah was there. For Y2K. Right. And and I want to say that was the very beginning stages of, and I know we weren't like terrified. We were just like, hey, look, if something happens and the news is semi-right, we'll go, we'll be out on property and we'll be camping. And so we'll be able to kind of group from there if something does happen in the Mm -hmm. city. But if it doesn't, then we're just on a fun camping trip. Right. Well, and I remember it must have not been too far out in the woods because there was a light. Right, and we kept staring light, at it. And we kept watching it because we knew that if that light went out, then it was true. All, you know, the whole grid would be down, just like everybody had been predicting. Right. and But it stayed on. It the did, little it light on. kept twinkling. And, and to be fair, it we didn't have oodles and oodles of food and ammo and... No, I mean, to be honest, we I think we, we, would, have, we would have made it the, like the one day, New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just wouldn't have been. We just wouldn't have been in the city if something went down. True, because we lived in the city, mm-hmm. downtown, downtown Houston. Yeah, yeah, crazy in the city, big city. And so, I guess that is the, the or at least the beginning ideas. Yeah, that's, that's what we I mean. We were kids. How you were nineteen? I was what twenty three or twenty four. Mm-hmm. And so we had a, the idea of it then. Of course, I was raised with some amount of preparedness ideology or mentality from my mom and dad although they were not as into it as they are now by any stretch of the any stretch of the imagination no um but yeah you're right i think 
so it began there and carried through. I mean, I'm trying to look back now and remember the last 20 years of marriage. I, I, there's a defined line a decade ago where we kind of made the conscious effort that we're going to put into practice some of the things we'd been thinking or talking about. Yeah. And so, and we, and I, when really when we purchased our own first home and it was our own, I think. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, Even though in most of our rentals, we usually always had extra water, mm -hmm. a little bit of extra food sometimes. Right. So it's been, we'll, we'll just say it's been, it's safe to say it's been, at least 20 years in the making and the last decade has been uh, a lot of educating ourselves and actually implementing and putting into practice uh, how we, the, our own philosophies and the way we feel, uh, instead of being doomsday folks, just being once again, reasonably prepared to be prepared with right. pragmatically, if you will. Right. And so why are we talking into two microphones today then? You know, or, or we'll start with, what is this? What are we doing here? Right? Yeah. Okay. That's so, a good place to start. Yeah. So given the, the last decade of of actively working on preparedness, we've we've come to form you know relationships with our community, but we've become kind of the go to people for beginners. Right? Yes, for absolute beginners. Yeah, because I think we're we're approachable enough and we're not so doomsday-ish right. that people feel comfortable coming and asking us for advice when it comes to things like preparedness, um, education, you know, the country living also. Uh, because we invite people into our home so much, I think they're super duper comfortable with it. And, and so we are jumping in to start a podcast and YouTube channel that, with the same name, Reasonably Prepared. Uh, to give information, philosophy, uh, dialogue for the absolute beginner who who feels like they want to be, the, who feels like they need to be and want to be and should be prepared to some degree but have no earthly idea how to start. Right. And they don't want to necessarily, or they're not interested in building bunkers. Right. And... Preparing for zombies, you know, right? Or they're overwhelmed by by that idea, you know. Because if you yeah. go, I mean, the truth is, there is some, there is some, you know, beginner preparedness stuff. Some, I, I feel like the internet is lacking in it. It's almost all hardcore, doomsday, militarized, mostly guy perspective. Lots of ammo, bunkers, explosions, ridiculous amounts of food alcohol and very well very niche scenarios right yeah very specific you, where we are this particular family or group is only prepared for if the grid goes down yeah. or if there's an emp yeah you know or i mean or fire ravages everything actually i want to say even very little practical like fire comes through or hurricanes come through it's almost all emp it's a doomsday scenario. Yeah, it's apocalyptic. Uh, the the dollar's collapsing. Series. Yeah. Right. Uh, Which, to be fair, I'm not necessarily downing that. You know. Right. I, I'm not. Right. But, but you can't jump. You can't go from zero to a hundred instantly. Right. So, 
even if you and I, as we've educated ourselves, have realized, okay, some of these things are possibilities. And the deeper you get into, say, politics, that's not just right in the politics and economic policy and even your local politics or just your local events and weather. Right. You, you realize, okay, some of these things have the possibility of happening. If you look at history, they have happened throughout history. But to go from zero to Weimar Republic <laughs> instantly and try to prepare for that is daunting and overwhelming and not necessary. I don't think it's necessary, no. It's not, no necessary. not to... No, no, it's not at all. So we decided together that we're going to start a podcast and YouTube channel uh, for the complete beginner giving our instruction and philosophy on preparedness. So I just read that but yeah that's it in a, in a nutshell we uh, it's our hope to put out <clears throat> audio audio and video content so the, the the video content will be on YouTube and I guess we'll have some sort of website to land on eventually uh, but we'll, we'll be putting it on YouTube and that's more instructional videos things that we do showing physically showing that are short instructional videos to some degree right right yeah um, and then the podcast will be a slightly longer format to kind of unpack why, the whys and the philosophies and open discussion just to make it a little bit eas easier for some people to consume or digest. Right. And it'll also be a platform where we can invite other people mm -hmm. that maybe have interesting perspectives or know more about a specific topic, topic than we do. And yeah. they can kind of bring some extra instruction. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> so build, between putting out content and then to use the content to build a community of people. Yeah. That so that we, where we feel comfortable, where it's it's not an echo chamber of of doomsday things of that nature. Right. Um. And the hope in hopes to empower people who and give them the tools they need to move forward to safely and peacefully serve their, their families and their communities, mm -hmm. right? And, and we can build the community uh, kind of around that as opposed to, once again, the, 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 the prevailing message of doom and gloom preparedness. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing. And, and we even touched a little bit right there on why. I, you know, it's our heart to serve. You know, there's well, we can sit around in our chairs and talk about politicians, this and people that and if, if only someone did this and well, people mm -hmm. need to blank. And, and and I think if we do that, we, can, we grow more and more cynical and and narcissistic. And our heart is to invite people into our home and our thought process and have conversation with them and help and serve. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Mo the last, you know, most of our marriage has been. You know, our home has been an invite. We've just we've invited people in, and we're open in community. I don't know, I don't know how else would you describe it. I don't know. I think we're just more interested in relationships, building relationships with 100%. people. I want to talk with with people. I want to find out where you're at. Um, in fact, in a way, this is a little trickier because you're talking to, or we are talking to, people that we don't know. And that is a little trickier because you're trying to cover lots of different topics mm -hmm. that you think other will be helpful when really I would love to just sit down with each individual person and say, okay, where are you at? What's your philosophy on this? 
how do you feel about this? I, each individual listener. Right. right. Yes. Each individual listener. Yes. Right. Thank and you. so, and we can approach but, it as though we are. You know. Yeah. As we bring people in. Sure. And every podcast is going to be tailored to a more specific listener. You know, something sure. that a particular listener might not be interested in one particular podcast, but another episode might really speak to them. Right. That happens a lot. So. Right. We we. We, we felt strongly that we have a lot of practical knowledge uh, and skills when it comes to preparedness ideas and have actually physically lived through it. We've, we've done it. We've, it's not for us. It hasn't just been a theoretical, well, one day there's this, so we're building this. We're building this infrastructure because blank could happen. Right. And we've basically been evacuated or as close to evacuated as you can without actually like having to leave our town or anything like that what i think at least twice because of fire when we were living in northern california right and have been put to the test with with that right well it's interesting our scenario right now is a little different for the first time in a very long time we're actually living in a city environment right right and so this is a little bit of a new environment where we are learning more preparedness in a city Mm -hmm. setting right so there's some interesting challenges with that that um, differ greatly from yeah. how we have been right so most of our preparedness experience and knowledge comes from living in a very rural, rural setting on 14 acres in northern california with almost no immediate neighbors correct and I so mean, that's most of our preparedness experience and now we're learning how to adapt to that experience and knowledge to a city type environment. Right. But we've encountered quite a few interesting scenarios. Oh yeah, that we've had you to know, endure and, um, and roll through. It, yeah, we've gone three days without water. Well, I mean, um, with three days, zero production, almost a week's worth of, for all intents and purposes, having no well, water. Well, no water, you turn on the tap. This was Dry. during the drought in California right. back in, this would have been 2014, 13 probably, mm -hmm. 2012, 2013, mm -hmm. when California was still in drought. And it was not uncommon by August to open the tap and no water comes out. At all. Nothing. Right. And so we, we would plan for, we, we, we actually, the ironic part is we even planned for that idea. At that time, I believe we had the rainwater harvest system. Mm -hmm. I want to say it was 2,500 gallons of rainwater harvest that I had installed. But when you're actually put to the test and the water runs out for real and you mentally have to push through, it becomes a whole different story. Yeah, When you're is. physically having to do it versus, oh, I'll just do this. Yeah. And we'll definitely be talking a lot about that in further episodes about the, the mental and psychological impact of preparedness. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that's talked about enough. I think it's downplayed or maybe even just glossed over because yeah. a lot of times people prepare for things but they've never actually gone through that scenario or they've never forced themselves to go through that scenario to test it so right. because of that you are not aware of the mental blocks that you're going to experience when that happens mm -hmm. so there is a mental shift that happens when you open that tap and no water comes out 
Yeah. And I want to say it was it was twofold. Number one, it was the personal mental block, right? The personal mental. Mm-hmm. And then relational. Because when you're dealing with a relational dynamic in a stressful situation, right. it feels like the relationship changes almost, right? Something right. something happens. Right. And so that'll be that's part of it. And to, to share our experiences, this is just two we're talking about. Actually, there were many, um, right. you know, from personal defense, people being on our property. And now that we're in the city and we were starting to, we're beginning to reevaluate our preparedness, check our, check the holes in our game and, and start to redo it. We thought, hey. Let's invite everyone else along. Yeah. For the process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and we already have friends and acquaintances who are contacting us. Hey, what do I do about this? What do I do about that? You know, some are they might contact me about, you know, I don't want an entire arsenal, but I, I want to own a firearm. What do I mm-hmm. do? How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Hey, do I buy a bunch of camping equipment and just make sure that I've got can and and so instead of just interacting with each person one-on-one which is wildly inefficient and doesn't give a broader spectrum boom podcast and youtube channel yeah uh and to and to distill it down we have a heart you and i both have a heart that in our home in our lives in our marriage in our family that we bring other people peace that we fight for peace Mm -hmm. And, and so give the, the, even, I mean, I think that's the fundamental reason why we even are drawn to the idea of being even somewhat prepared is, mm-hmm. is to bring order from chaos and to, and to bring peace into tumultuous times. Right. So yeah. if, if people are wildly stressed out and they don't know what to do, uh, being even somewhat prepared kind of buys you at some amount of peace. Right. Yeah. To some extent, it certainly does. It also once again, bringing the idea of the mental and psychological impact of a stressful situation or of an emergency situation, if you've prepared beforehand, not just not just by collecting things and organizing things, but also by performing simple drills mm-hmm. or knowing exactly where to find things these things become rote Mm -hmm. and so in an emergency situation the idea is that you would just simply default to what you've been practicing you would go straight to what you own and what you have right it would be very well organized and clearly labeled and marked and you would know where everything is and that's going to buy you time Mm -hmm. that's going to buy you sanity or peace as Mm -hmm. you're saying yeah. Um, and more of a feeling of, okay, everybody take a deep breath. This is for real. Let's look at what we've got and let's go, yeah. you know, or let's handle this. However, we're going to handle it, whether it's leaving, staying, it doesn't matter. It's just, we have a system in place. Let's follow our system. Whereas when you don't have a system, it's absolute chaos. Which um, I'm reminded of your old boss who told us the story of being stuck in Northern California during one of the greatest fires that they had experienced at that time. At that time, the fountain fires, right? Yeah, uh, and the fountain there. fires. And he saw the fire coming up over the hill, and the f- fire personnel are exactly. there yelling at everybody to get out, get out, get out. 
And he's by himself. He's by his himself. Wife his wife, yeah, his wife and kids were, or son was gone. And I just remember him tell, like, laughing a little bit to himself, but telling the part of the story where he just panicked and grabbed a bag and just grabbed the first things out of the his son's dresser drawer. He, like, basically, he said he grabbed the first two drawers. Right. Well, he just grabbed well the first later. Two he he opened the bag and realized he only grabbed a bunch of underclothes, yeah, socks underwear, and underwear, socks and t-shirts. and t-shirts, and half of it was stuff that he his son had outgrown. It didn't even fit him. Yeah, so it was absolutely worthless, and that is what you want to avoid. Right, and and this is not once again a parent. He, they lost their whole home. Yeah, their entire house burned down to the ground. Right. It, I mean, it was bad. So it's not like he was panicked for no reason the flames were in his yard right came up over the hill in his yard and he had to get out as fast as possible with and and later on as he's telling us the story and half joking because it was 15 years later he would say but and they do now now they have full system in place for mm -hmm. if they get evacuated mm -hmm. you know what they're going to do but it took having their house burnt to the ground and losing right. their 40 acres to do it Right. You know. And I mean, that'll do it. We learn a lot through experience. <laughs> and I guarantee that, you know, if that happened to me, too, I'd definitely have a system in place at that point. But you don't want to wait till then. Right. You want to do what you can to be reasonably and generally prepared. What was that saying that you used to say all the time? We can't be prepared for everything. No. But we can prepare for anything. You know what? We're going to continue to go over and rehash a lot of our our mantras. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll go over them. And so to 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 go back just a little bit, our heart is to is to serve and bring peace and order from chaos and serve people who are afraid and intimidated and op and, and just have nice conversation to to create an invi inviting environment because we believe indeed that be some amount of preparedness is very important uh, for number one some of the reasons we just talked about mm -hmm. um uh, but you know what J i mean even say biblically joseph you know he mm -hmm. you know god kind of placed him to do this exact thing for an entire nation and mm -hmm. and we can take that model the joseph idea and apply that to our own families to our own selves so that in in chaos we so this will kind of segue nicely into, you know, why on earth, not why are we doing this, but why even consider preparedness mm -hmm. as an idea or, or even if not like a full lifestyle, at least something that you add to your arsenal for your family of, of things to do. Right. Right. Um, and first and foremost, it enables you to not be part of a problem, but part of a solution during chaos. And, right. and further enables you, I mean, even if you're not faith-based or Christians like we are, you, it still enables you to serve your community instead of remove resources from your community in the catastrophic events. Right. You know, whether that be tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, storms, snowstorms, ice, or fire. any fi fire, which for us was a very real threat. Actually, fire is a very real threat really anywhere. Your house could burn down, you know, even here in the south where we are now, it... it even though it's humid, fires still happen. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not like it was in California for sure. Oh, certainly not. But California's a tinderbox. Yeah. 
poor thing. Poor California. And, you know, where we lived up in Northern California, they were, dev- how, what, two years in a row, devastated. Paradise. Oh, yeah. They were terrible, terrible, terrible. They're still, you know, as we interact with friends and family from up there, are still reeling from the economic and um, socioeconomic devastation of just those two fires right. in the last couple of years. Yeah. And then, and then add COVID to it now, and they're really struggling. Yeah. You know, to, to rebuild. They started rebuilding and then COVID happened, shut everything down again while they were in the get forward momentum. Uh, and because of it, they're once again calling and, and wanting to know, hey, what can we do? Because, you know, when you're, it helps mitigate ex- expenses. There's all kinds of benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you had in your notes, I, I liked some of the, so I, what I enjoy about, having conversation with you is we have these two different perspectives we have basically the the mom and the dad perspective if you will or the guy and girl perspective and i also felt or we i say i felt because i keep bringing it up but we felt that in the preparedness communities there's a massive massive vacuum of quite frankly the you know the married couples and you know the ladies perspective Yeah, I mean, there's definitely women out there who are talking (laughs) about preparedness. And um, but I would say that it's fair. It's fair to say that they're mostly men. Yeah, it certainly feels that way. Yeah. You know, or at least on a simple Google search. Mm -hmm. Typically, you find a lot of men. Right. And, and, And it feels like almost all from a militarized. All the guys, it's it's. I think we like to show off our guns and ammo and knives. That so. is very possible. And so, boy, howdy, it's <laughs> lots of guns and ammo and knives, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot feels like a lot less practical <laughs> information. Um, trying to keep on course here with our notes. So uh, what I said was I enjoy having conversation with you about it because you will bring to me perspective that is – dramatically different than anything I would think of it was just me by myself we I probably end up there at this mm-hmm. militarized um, and I'll forget and and I or I'll neglect some of the simple things some of the relational things uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll become so doer and so headstrong in getting something accomplished and fixing something that I'll you know I'll forget to enjoy the journey yeah you know and I'll and I'll burn well and, I do that too but yeah. I do. You do? In yeah, a different way yeah. than me, though. Well, uh, yeah, it could be in a different way, but I definitely do that, too. Like, people are more important than agenda. You have to tell yourself that. Oh, yeah, all the time. You know, I do, too. I absolutely do, too. Uh, and and obviously, it starts with each other and our families and then moves outward from there. But And I think it it's is. just because we get excited. We get excited about ideas and we... Um, want to jump off and take them although I will say that I um I really appreciate a very dear friend's analogy of our relationship ours of yeah mm-hmm. you you and mine um and that was that like an idea is presented and so Josh will just like he is running down the airplane to the hatch just ready to leap and i'm like wait don't forget your parachute 
<laughs> so I make sure that people have their parachutes on. Absolutely. Before that, they jump out of planes and then realize, oh, shoot. I don't have a parachute. It doesn't have a cord. I'm not wearing sneakers. <laughs> and I'm going to die. Yeah. Crap. <laughs> That's 100% true because you're so much more, uh, you know, I, I'm gung-ho, big dreams, lots of energy, rock and roll, less ready, fire, aim a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And then you have the, well, we have formed. I'll say we have formed the yes. ability. Uh, to work together in tandem to to bring to bring order have our eyes dotted our t's crossed uh, and, and and implement a system right to a- but at the same time if if i didn't have that kind of fuel mm-hmm. then i would be perfectly still you know i wouldn't i don't know how much i would actually accomplish well because I, I wouldn't you, i already know that you wouldn't be perfectly still you would be you would be also actively working. It's just you would be actively working on perfection and never accomplishing. Yeah, that's probably po- that's so quite a, possible. You, yeah. If this well, and I love dotted, to plan and I love mm-hmm. to organize. So I would plan and organize and plan and organize and plan and organize and the execution would be very low. <laughs> right. And with me, the execution was very low because I didn't plan or organize and I would be constantly running the race and never getting to my destination as well. So yeah, uh, teaming up together is always so, yeah. a comp. We're, te- we're teaming up. Absolutely. We're teaming up. Mm-hmm. And so your perspective in your notes was to let other people know that. So let, number one, we'll talk. Of, we'll just do a quick talk of topics that, you know, j- topics that we want to talk about or we'll mm-hmm. be discussing and and filming. But to give and then we'll end on giving listeners um, not some advice, but peace for instance. Well, OK, so what do we want to talk about then? What are what are topics and things that we will be exploring that are on our own minds? But then as we unpack, we inv- will invite people in to say, hey, can you talk about this? Can you talk about that? Can you have this person on? So we hope that that happens as well. But what is yeah, definitely. Uh, what's on your heart of topics to discuss and and to teach? Obviously, well, I'm just, well OK, education so, is, is. Yeah. So definitely education. I homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um well, I mean, I guess you could say that we homeschool, but really I homeschool. <laughs> right. Well, I homeschool our children. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll say this. Certainly when it comes to the book part of education, the yes. traditional, the, for- the, formal the formal side of education is handled exclusively by me. Yeah. And I give some minor reinforcement <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when it's necessary. Yeah. So definitely education. Um, I think COVID is an excellent example of this because I've kind of wondered like, hmm, I don't know. How would education play a part in preparedness? But now we know. um, Yeah, now we know. This is an excellent litmus test for seeing what it looks like when your kids can't go to school. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? You know, now obviously the the schools have been providing materials for um, the parents use with their kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we definitely want to talk more about that. Um, and our own stories, mm-hmm. um, yeah. probably pulling a lot from our own stories Mostly. and stories of people that we are friends with, close with people that we personally know. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I learn a lot by watching other people, crash and burn mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> so watch like oh 
wow. Goodness, I'm not, I'm doing, that not one. doing that. Right. Well, we, we have so, our closest friends are considerably more ready, fire, aim than even me, which has helped helped us out a lot. And that, like, even when I and my go for it drive, sometimes I get a little squirrely and don't want to move forward. And then our closest friends are like, what are you talking about? Let's go. And that helps us out a lot. But it also, it, you know, helps us to expose like, oh, well, we're, we're deficient in this area or you know, maybe mm-hmm. the relational dynamic changed here. We didn't know about it. And that it, I mean, it helps tremendously. You know? Yeah. Doing things with other people. Absolutely. You have their dynamic that you're bringing into it. And so, yeah, so it's our own stories, but other people's stories as well that we've been in relationship with or that we are in relationship with. Um, There's health and wellness topics. Mm -hmm. Which I know are passion of yours as well. Um, I say I know. Goodness gracious, I'm saying it as though I'm interviewing you, but it is a huge passion of yours and has challenged me to step up to the plate. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. I'm not... I would not consider myself to be highly educated in this area, but I am definitely learning and continuing to gain knowledge mm-hmm. um also medical discussions mm-hmm. that's you know i'd love to put out a youtube video of me learning how to suture that's one of my goals is i want to learn how to suture i I feel like that's something that's really important to have yep. somebody around who knows how to suture right. so you know buying the kit and figuring out how to do that in case it's necessary um, Right. Um, just in talking philosophy, we'll we'll probably talk philosophy at some mm-hmm. point. Right. What are some of the um, foundational tenets of where we're coming from? Mm-hmm. And talking about maybe s- some specific natural disasters. Uh, there's always finance. Right. Interviewings. I'd love to bring some a couple of experts on and interview them. You know, people that are experts in their particular field or in their particular sure. area. And yeah, um, I hundred percent all those things. You know, I want to be able to define terminology for for some new new folks who are new to preparedness. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about there's lots of acronyms that get thrown around because once again, it's become so militarized. So we can help define acronyms terminology philosophies on why uh a lot of the other topics that i like would be personal defense and self-defense yeah hunting yep camping survival Mm -hmm. uh and and, uh, you know what what finances there's so many things that that are that are that are all kind of all encompassing that we forget about it's important that our finances are in order and that we're not just Mm -hmm. that we have a bigger picture that we're not just living day to day, paycheck to paycheck, but we have a bit more control over our money, so that during this, you know, so many people have been laid off, lost their job, their hours were cut, you know, right during this COVID. Just that alone has has made an economic disruption that people are reeling from, and it's not necessary. We've learned that you know that isn't necessary, um, right? Uh, our own personal health and wellness journey is part of it, and so. All of these things are going to combine to hopefully create a more holistic approach and we're approachable enough to to really distill it down so that it's bite size, consumable, digestible uh, for anybody, not just gung-ho hardcore. Now, this is not going to be a preparedness channel and uh, uh, 
podcast for people who are looking for highly advanced, very... Correct. Yes. You know. If you're wanting... Um, if yeah, advanced is a great word. If you're advanced in the preparedness game, you will be... You, you may you, get frustrated. Yeah, with, you might. Yeah, you may get frustrated with how we're approaching. You may disagree with a lot of things we have to say. You may say, well, then there's this and that. Um, just know that, once again, our heart is to serve the uneducated, if you will. And, and not to say that in mm. a demeaning way, but people who are wanting to get their feet wet, that's that's where... They're just starting out. Yeah, yeah. So, so in line with that, we want to make gear and gear recommendations, maybe some gear reviews of things that we know work. Oh yeah, well you would, and you would be great at that because you break everything. I break everything. So if it can survive me, it it will survive. We know it's good because yeah. I'm so ridiculously hard on my own things, and uh, and to and quite frankly, and to showcase. Maybe other people who are either on the fringes or deep within, you know, mm-hmm. we have friends who do things like make knives, who, you know, do a lot of hunting and fishing, um, who do lots of different ministry. For, and so to have those people on and showcase them and pick their brain on what it is they're doing, because we we know that the other fault or plot hole, if you will, we see within the preparedness communities is creating a lone man lone island type mentality right right you know i'm i'm doing all of this to hold you know i'm doing all of this to because me and my small immediate i'm taking care of me and these five people and that's not how you serve a community like at all no and we can definitely talk about that when I mean, we could talk about that in an entire podcast episode probably two or three you know right. community the importance of community historically Right, and we can look at the importance of community historically, and then apply that to today. Right, right. So, th- I mean, this is just a small, tiny, little sample. I mean, I know that we have—at least I—I I have big, big dreams and aspirations for how much information there is to navigate and and give. But we want to give some encouragement at the end to anybody who's listening. Um, and in your notes, the encouragement was really good. I had actually forgotten to put something like that in there. Um, but, and that, and that is number one, be okay with the journey, be okay with where you're at now with either starting out or maybe you've got a little bit going on and you're wanting to learn how to educate yourself. Be thankful and grateful. Right. Because we are on a journey too. Sure. I mean, we're, we don't have it all together. Mm -mm. We're not perfect. We're not experts. We're not, you know, right. But we're still we're still constantly learning, but yet we do have knowledge and skills that we can turn around and offer. Yeah, to somebody who's beginning. So, and yeah, and start be small. comfortable with where you are. Yeah, be 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 good with where you're at and start. You want to set goals and you want to move forward, but don't panic. Don't freak out and think that you've got to have it all, you know, by next month. Um. That's just not only is that not practical, but it's really not advisable because right. you could go out and you could buy everything that you could ever need. And tomorrow. yeah, tomorrow you could go out and get it all, bring it home. And then you have lulled yourself into a false sense of security that you have all this stuff when the reality is, is that 
you you don't know heads or tails how to use any of it. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly right. Which is not wise. No. Right? So, so um, yeah, start small. Yeah, start small. Add small. Add, yes, start small, add small within your, you know, within your margin. You know, don't, don't feel like, you know, really, I think part of it is don't, don't feel the need to compare yourself to us or anyone else, you know. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a race. It's not a competition. No. That guy has more stuff than I do. Who cares? Yeah. Like, seriously, who cares? Because um, any small item or philosophy or, or mentality or even spiritual principle that you add to your your heart and your mind or we'll just call it your the, the arsenal of preparedness stuff right. is any this of it no matter journey. how small mm-hmm, is beneficial mm-hmm. and and will help you and someone else right yeah and we've just you know to circle back we've had the last decade or almost 20 years of thinking praying applying working on uh, these sorts of things and so we are grateful to have the amenities the resources to share with other people and we mm-hmm. would be remiss to not do it yeah absolutely you know so i'm looking forward to this this particular part of our journey and doing this with you and with all of our listeners and it's going to be fun i think so i i know so actually because it has been fun it is now time to end the episode thank you yeah thanks everybody for listening for i almost said tuning in but it's not radio but because of my age i want to say thank you for tuning yeah in. you just dated yourself that's all right uh, you know but what can you do you can't help it no I'm, I'm the age i am and i have to be okay with the journey yeah be okay with your journey i'm i'm, I'm okay all right well thank you we are going to consistently put out more and more Hopefully, quality material. Be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful day in all you do. Yeah. Bye.